You're listening to the newest podcast from Radii China. Here we're going to talk to guests of different backgrounds from various industries, each with their own story, in the hope of challenging some of our own perspectives by hearing things from another angle. I'm Wes Chen, and you're listening to China from All Angles. When I got back to China, I found that the machining and skill sets in China are catching up like really quickly. I didn't expect that they could、uh, make something that good actually. And I also found that these brands like Fender, Gibsons, they are not really, you know, innovating. So we saw an opportunity there. My thought is that the world would rediscover the terms、uh, "made in China" very differently in the next three or four years. I think later people would also see the soul of "made in China," which to me is the sense of、uh, smart and fast. The chance for us is to change the rules of the game. China from all angles is brought to you by East West Bank, the premier financial bridge between the U.S. and China. East West Bank offers unparalleled services for individuals and companies who build connections between the two countries. East West Bank, bridging cultures, bridging opportunities, bridging dreams. For more info, visit eastwestbank.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Today I'm here with Louis Luke, founder and CEO of Lava Music. For those that don't know, Lava Music was founded in 2013 by Louis Luke in the campus of Musicians Institute. Hollywood. It builds instruments and education services with the integration of software, hardware, and humanity. Lava released the world's first unibody carbon fiber guitar, Lava Me, in 2017, and reinvented it as the world's first smart guitar in 2021. Now, Lava is the world's largest carbon fiber guitar manufacturer. It has obtained over a hundred patents, won seven international design awards. And serve musicians in 90 plus countries all over the world. Thank you for taking the time to share with us, Louis. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for、uh, having me, and、uh, glad to be here. Have you guys been affected by this current COVID situation? It's fine here in in Guangzhou. What where about you? Where are you located right now? I'm in Shanghai, and wow, yeah, <laughs> you know how、Good、it is. You guys are, you know, it's coming back, right? I heard that it's coming back. Lockdown is over, but it's still not normal life. Yeah, yeah. The COVID situation definitely affect our industry in many ways as well. I mean, recently all the stores in Shanghai. I mean,、uh, you know, instrument stores, educations are all closed. But I, I think it's coming back. So hopefully, it's gonna be great. Yeah, it's a slow process, I think. And today is only the. Second day、mm-hmm. after the lockdown, and already there's some new cases, so I don't know how they're gonna deal with it. Wow, wow, yeah. I mean, hope hope that you are gonna be be fine there. Yeah, we'll be okay. <laughs>、mm. So I have to say that I hadn't heard of the product before being introduced to you guys,、mm-hmm. but after learning about it, it seems incredible, and I want one. That's awesome. And Thank you. In advance, <laughs> you're like the Steve Jobs of guitars. I mean, if you look at phones and computers, all the consumer electronics, people always want the newest stuff. 
But in like musical instruments,、mm. people always want a you know fifty years old, sixty、uh, years guitars or violins. So we are trying to do something different here. I mean, I never probably thought about it that much, but when I started learning about the product, I was just really surprised about how there hasn't really been much innovation in this industry until you guys.、Mm-hmm. Why do you think that, like you mentioned? When it comes to computers or smartphones,、uh, people always want the newest tech. But when it comes to musical instruments, sometimes people tend to stick with like old brands and like traditional design. Yeah, why won't they? I guess is a question as well. And I mean, as a twenty-plus years experienced guitar player, I love、mm-hmm. vintage stuff. But when I pick up like、um, you know sixty years old guitar, I always tend to be playing the classic, right? And I always tend to be playing them in certain like existing ways and ideas. But I think music is never only about、uh, you know covering, playing, replaying the past. It's I think it's more about creating for the future. And I mean at least all the artists、mm-hmm. I love, of course they learn from the past, but they actually. Trying to you know create a, a new way for new sounds, so I think they are the revolutionaries、uh, in 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 our eyes. But we we didn't see any products that are really built for these kind of purpose and you know these kind of people. You know, no products are emphasizing and and encouraging and inspire you to create something new and exciting. But yeah, I mean, go back to your question about the why. I think it's really the side effect of. Uh, monopolies. It's a. I think it's a、um, interesting insight that, for example, you know, Fender or Gibson. Yeah, of course. Those are probably the most popular brands of guitars, right? Exactly. Exactly. So these groups basically own the electric guitar market, and they have a monopoly business that could support their continuous、uh, impact on all the、uh, top musicians. Generations after generations, so they they really don't have to innovate that much. All they are doing is copy the things that worked by themselves. You know, a new color for、uh, a retro model that's designed fifty years ago, and I mean people still love it, and I mean I love it, and it's good for their business, but maybe not so good for the guitar or music evolution. And if you look at some、uh, data, I mean, less than ten percent of the total guitar sales in the U.S. were purchased by the people below twenty-five、uh, years old. And to me, that's a problem. That's interesting how you say when you buy an older model or like a vintage guitar, you tend to play that style of music. Exactly. So in order to like. Push the music. You have to push the instrument as well. Yeah, you have to like rethink the tools. Basically, we are trying to create some tools to inspire people to create new stuff. I totally understand. Even though I don't play guitar,、mm-hmm. I'm a DJ. Wow. And there's been huge amounts of new technology in the world of DJing.、Mm-hmm. Like people now. You know, use software to DJ. They don't carry vinyl records. Yeah. Sometimes they don't even have to bring a computer anymore. They just bring two USB discs,、mm-hmm. and they've got all the music on there, and they have all the effects and like the. I've seen the 
basically how technology has taken over in the world of DJing. Mm-hmm. But and and how that like like you said, it pushes the limits of what you can do, right. you know, as someone who's playing music. Yeah, I think that's that's why uh, like we have so many great EDM music. People are really trying to listen to some new EDM versus, you know, if you listen to a, 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 a song that uh, has, a, has a guitar uh, part in it, you tend to listen to the old ones. Yeah, like what you're saying also exists in like the world of DJing. So mm-hmm. there are still people who buy vinyl and there's still DJs who play vinyl. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, some of it is mostly for like nostalgia. Yeah. Some people might say the sound of the vinyl mm-hmm. of a vinyl record sounds better than, you know, an, an MP3 or a, or a digital sure. file. But I think you have to have a professional ear to really be able to hear the difference nowadays. Yeah, I mean, especially the way that music are distribute and where do people find out some new new songs now um, it, are, are, are changing as well so so you were born and raised in Guangzhou mm-hmm. and then you went to Musicians Institute in Hollywood and later went to UCLA to study uh, movie scoring is it yeah film scoring okay so were your original aspirations to become a musician or a producer to be like behind the scenes or to be like lead guitarist in a band Mm -hmm. so basically i was born in 1991 and i guess i was raised around uh, the i would say probably the end of chinese music industry's golden age we Mm -hmm. we listened to you know uh Bands like Beyond, many uh, like Hong Kong uh, artists. Later with you know Jay Chow, and you know later with you know Western artists like Eminem and you know Linkin Park and so mm-hmm. on. Yeah, originally I was trying to be a producer, and and um, I was very heavily um, inspired by uh, those people. So before you went to study in Hollywood and, and UCLA, you you had already. Formed a band in Guangzhou. I, I did. I did. Uh, I think starting. Uh, I, I don't remember, but about like twelve or thirteen years old. Oh wow, that's early. Is the band still together now? Three of uh, the band members are actually in the company now. <laughs> okay, so you guys have still have jam sessions, yeah, right? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit more like jamming in in software. Not really jamming in in life anymore, but like uh, our vocalist uh, is doing uh, all the loops contents uh, for for the system. Okay, that's interesting. So the band members are in the company, but the original founders you met when you were in L.A. So it's interesting that um, I actually met them way earlier than I, I, I went to uh, L.A. And uh, there, there are three of us, uh, one called uh, Kerian So, another, uh, there is another Louis, Louis Tang, and, and me. So we, we knew each other since I think high school. Uh, Kerian, who also uh, later went to MI, I think we, we met each other in, in a practice room in, in Guangzhou. And um, yeah, I play the guitar and uh, the guy plays a uh, keyboard and the other Lewis sings. So yeah, we, I mean, we both like uh, composing and producing. 
we both wanted to go to this specific school called Musicians Institute, mm-hmm. MI. So yeah, how crazy is that? Yeah. So when did the idea for Lava come about? Between the three of you, for the original idea, I think it was pretty simple because we were all just student, and we we start off as、uh, just selling the guitars、uh, to to China. First, we we were helping our friends to to buy some gears because、um, you know the the world's largest、uh, guitar center. I, I I don't know if you know guitar center. Yeah, yeah, I'm from LA as well, so <laughs> I know guitar center. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's located in、uh, Sunset Avenue, right? And it's just、mm. about two miles away from my home. And my best friend there was in a band with the top salesman、uh, in in Guitar Center. So we we you know he he helped us to get the discounts and stuff. So we we first we started off with、uh, just selling these guitars to our friends in in China. Actually, help them to buy、mm. buy the guitars. We are not making the profits at at first, but then later on、uh, we you know have a Taobao store and you know selling some guitars to to China. But that's how we started in the very very first place. And after we finished the college,、um, we had a conversation about like our future because all three of us are musicians. And Kaeyang and the other Louis decided to focus on just music production, and you know I decided to just keep on and and running the company. So, when did you have this idea that you wanted to redesign the guitar? Yeah, it's. I think it's really because when I got back to China, I mean, I, I <laughs> we sell like hundreds of guitars when we were in LA in in school, right?、Mm-hmm. And when I got back to China, I found that the machining and skill sets in China are catching up like really quickly. I didn't expect that they could、uh, make something that good actually. And I also found that these brands like Fender, Gibsons, they are not really, you know, innovating. So we saw an opportunity there. So I've heard that the first design was not at a success.、Mm-hmm. It was, it was too heavy. It was too expensive. It didn't sound that good. And then it wasn't until you eventually met a material science grad student, right?、Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that you started working with, and you met this person through Weibo, right? This this guy、uh, sent me a、um, a PM a, a, a private message on Weibo because our、uh, HR rejected、uh, his re- resume, so <laughs> and he sent me something about some some material that he was working on, and he told me that he loves you know metal and the. The bands that that he like, I mean, it, it's pretty strange to to receive these kind of stuff. And I was like, why do you know we are doing some research about new materials?、Mm. But it's that coincidence, and and yeah. So you must have hired a new HR after <laughs> after that, or what? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I mean, it's a, a very early stage. We we didn't really know、uh-huh. that much about you know how you know how to. How to you know what what kind of people should should we、uh, look for? And I mean the HR、uh, it, like didn't know that much, and、um, 
I mean, uh, yeah, go back to your first question, though. I mean, for uh, the, the first design, it, it, was, it was quite a, a disaster for the first design that, I mean, every year in Shanghai, they have an instrument uh, exhibition. I, I remember it's probably around uh, 2016. And we were trying to announce this product um, in, in the exhibition. And so three months before we, we already attend, joined and attended it, and we pay for the, the, the what do you call it? Uh, we, we pay for the cost. And, but right. we found out only three months before that the, the products are just not anywhere close to be able to announce, even for a concept product. So, yeah, it's not carbon fiber. Uh, it, it's really a uh, wood-related material that um, you use multiple layers of very thin sheet of wood fiber, and you use CNC machines to cut the whole block into the, whole, the, the guitar form. And it takes about uh, 72 hours to just create one raw guitar form. And the machine costs millions of RMB and it's heavy, it sounds bad, and it's just financially impossible to build. Yeah, so everything isn't working. So that was the first model that was actually a disaster and never released, came to life as a, as a retail product. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until you guys designed the carbon fiber one and came up with this material called AirSonic. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So when you guys discovered this material, that was like the big breakthrough then, right? Yeah. Like you said, the AirSonic changes uh, everything for us. And it's really about this, the, the material guy joined and he, he also brings uh, his professor to the board uh, and, and we, we co-invented with also the suppliers and, and you know, I would say actually there are about a hundred uh, engineers uh, involved. I, I think that there is no reason that the suppliers, um, you know, no, no practical, uh, what do you call it, rational uh, reason for the supplier to help us, but they, they are the biggest material supplier in Asia and they are second largest in, in the world. But we show them what we, what we want to, to create and we, we show them the possibilities and they finally designed it to put their uh, top engineers uh, to, to help us on this project. And originally, like everyone is not believing it because, you know, to create a, a guitar uh, around uh, 1.2 meters long and with just 0 0.1 millimeters deform, uh, it's not gonna work with, with this kind of error. So it, it needs to be extremely precise and it needs to be extremely stable with every process, every manufacturing process. So it's, yeah, it's something that, that's pretty hard to, to achieve. And because nobody has ever uh, done it this way. That's probably a reason why they wanted to be involved because, you know, they saw, even though this is a very difficult task, they saw just great potential in, yeah. in the idea. So what other potential might this new material have 
now that you guys have created this new material, Air Sonic, mm -hmm. you guys have created uh, several renditions of the Lava guitar and have also created mm -hmm. a Lava ukulele, right? Yeah. And I think you mentioned earlier violin. Mm -hmm. Is this material very useful, clearly, to make string instruments? But what other potential might this material have, maybe even beyond music or beyond instruments? Yeah, so I, I, I wasn't allowed to spoiler, but <laughs> I think, yeah, of course, we are developing uh, many things around the material as well as the material itself. Uh, the the Aerosonic uh, 2, uh, that's what we use um, for the Love Me 3, is like very different than, you know, the, the, the first generation of the material. And, and it's uh, stiffer, it's stronger, and um, it's more stable, it's easier to produce. And yeah, either the material itself or, or you know, new products around the material, we are, yeah, we, are, we are working on it. And you will see. Some top secret new stuff. Yeah, you will see. I will say, I think that, you know, it must have a lot of potential and it, it, I'm, I'm really interested to see what comes out of it. Mm -hmm. Me too. So the Lava guitars are sold all around the world. Mm -hmm. um, but in the West, there is a term made in China that often has like some negative connotations, mm -hmm. which often include like low quality or unoriginal, not creative. But I think Lava's products and the whole culture of the company is the complete opposite of these prejudices, basically. Mm -hmm. When you guys started and throughout this whole process, did you ever encounter clients that or, or people who were being introduced to the product and, you know, when they heard, oh, it's made in China, they just had these assumptions and then maybe you were able to like change the minds of people mm -hmm. about, you know, things coming out of China completely? Yeah, I think it's interesting that people would really label these terms with their uh, experience of, you know, the products. And um, whether it's made in, in China, Japan or, or Germany, I mean, they, they all, basically they all have uh, different feels. Right, and my thought is that the world would rediscover the terms uh, "made in China" very differently in the next three or four years. I mean, in, in fact, I mean, uh, people are already discovering it as a terms that contains, you know, good quality with an uh, affordable price, and at least, I mean, that's what I see. And I think later people would also see the soul of made in China, which to me is the sense of uh, smart and fast. And it's really supported by the efficiencies and skills of uh, the Chinese uh, supply chain ecosystem. I mean, if you look at uh, Anchor, uh, DJI or uh, Shein, um, these to me are, are some uh, representatives of um, the new made in China. And we are trying to uh, contribute uh, our own efforts uh, to this, uh, I would say, collective future as well. So in our case, I personally haven't experienced these, um, these kind of uh, pre-assumptions. Mm -hmm. 
And I think we we actually receive a lot of love. So would you say that this product, like everything that's happened, could only have happened in China? Like there's special things about China that allowed this to happen. Because like you said, for hundreds of years, there has been no innovations in guitars. Mm -hmm. But modern China has, has brought us you, has brought us you know, the material scientists that you met mm -hmm. and, and, and all the manufacturers that you've been working with. Mm -hmm. Would you say like there's like this special chemistry that happened that could only have happened in China to make all this happen? I would say that, I mean, each country has uh, its own strength. In France, they are able to make Louis Vuitton and, and you know, mm -hmm. these kind of uh, cultural um, supported type of business. And and in China, we have the efficiency, we have the, you know, lots of engineers and we have the world's biggest uh, supply chain ecosystem. So consumer electronics and, you know, everything that's smart or, or um, like smart devices are related, uh, this, this would be our strength. Uh, or, you know, everything that requires a, a production of, uh, you know, really, what do you call it, uh, speed uh, production, um, these would be our strength to me. Yeah, there's one product that I think recently comes from China that really has taken over the entire world. Mm -hmm. It's not really a product, I guess. It's an app, and that's TikTok. Mm -hmm. I think that's like the one thing that's really every single country in the entire world has been using, and it's from China. Yeah, So I actually have a thought about uh, this because it's also really about a monopoly um, situation as well. I mean, before, uh, you know, before TikTok, you have uh, Facebook, now Meta, right. to have three billions of users. I mean, they don't have to innovate. And if you look at the instrument industry, uh, you have uh, Fender and Gibson, Taylor Martin to own about 85% uh, of the market. So don't, they don't have to innovate. But then the chance for us is to change the rules of the game. And for TikTok, they change the rule. Uh, and, and for us, hopefully that we are on the, you know, a, a good way. Yeah, I mean, TikTok has more and more users every day and Facebook has less and less users every day. Yeah. So maybe you guys are having the same effect in your industry, right? We'll see. <laughs> so Lava took the traditional guitar and took it to a new level with materials, with design. And now the newest design, Lava Me 3, has a touchscreen interface and software and allows people to learn guitar, use effects, and even like produce music on the fly. Like this, mm -hmm. I feel like, is even taking a bigger step outside of just innovating the design of the guitar itself. This is like stepping into, you know, software and developing mm -hmm. apps. Was this a big challenge for you guys as a company to move into this direction? Yeah, um, so I think in some way, we, we kind of reinvent our company through inventing this product. So in 2018, we uh, released the uh, Lava Me 2, and 2021, we released the Lava Me 3. 
I remember when we when we were designing the Love Me Two, uh, we already have this dream of having an uh, operating system built in, and you could like do everything without connecting uh, the guitar to to a phone or or uh, a laptop. And uh, but we didn't have the resources to do so, and that that's actually how we started our first round of uh, fundraising.、Mm. And yeah, f- I I I think for the first three to six months,、uh, we were just questioning the original idea of having a multi-touch display on the guitar, and you know, is it necessary? Is this something that Uh, it's gonna be essential、uh, in the future, like lots of、uh, debates and and prototypes, and yeah, I think I think you also found that、uh, the 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 team has to make lots of、uh, decisions, like、um, you know, does it really need an OS built in because that would require us to hire lots of people, and. Um, you know what kind of technology should we be choosing? What's the best, you know, business model behind it?、Um, yeah, and we went from about fifty、uh, to sixty people to more than two hundred and fifty people, and、um, also over sixty percent of uh, our our uh, of of us are engineers and and designers, and yeah, I think because. Building this one product is really acrossing many discipline and many fields, from the early、uh, material tech, acoustic design, industrial design to you know electronic hardwares, so- software, audio algorithms, and of course the whole new supply chain,、uh, the supply chain that's that has nothing to do with instrument at all. Yeah, you, when you say you guys were questioning. The fact about whether you need a, you know, touchscreen on your guitar, it totally reminds me of when people talk about the first designs of the iPhone. Like people didn't、right. want to get rid of the buttons, you know, and like everybody wanted to use BlackBerry, and a lot of people questioned that、yeah. at the time as well, right? Exactly. Exactly. We saw it as. And、um, what do you call it? Of course, it's kind of like iPhone. And I mean, if you look at the the old acoustic electric guitars, the control panel there. So people are used to having a control panel on the guitar, and it's related to you know connecting the guitar with、uh, a speaker. And so people are people are okay with that. And they are okay, also okay with charging or、uh, changing batteries for this、uh, specific device on this specific area of the guitar. So we see that as an opportunity to basically give people more and make it a lot easier to navigate and to to、um, understand the features. Because most of the people they they bought the、uh, acoustic electric guitar, like. People don't go to gigs and shows that often, right? So they they didn't have that much of um, um, chance to to use it, and yeah. But that that's where we we have the original. I mean the 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 courage to to change it because people are already you know using these kind of similar things. 
you guys have put a lot of thought into how to make a guitar, a ukulele, and and some string instruments better. Mm-hmm. What other instruments or even anything in you the field of music, or I, I would even take it outside the field of you know the field of music. Where do you think mm-hmm. is there a similar situation to like what you guys have done that hasn't been done? For example, for hundreds of years, you know there hasn't been really any innovation in guitars until you guys came along and did this. Do you see anything else mm-hmm. that we are using as as musicians, as as people in everyday life, where there could very easily or not easily, but there's much needed. Uh, innovation where just as long as someone puts some thought into it, puts some effort into it, can make you know a great innovation in in a certain product or or a certain design. There there is a Silicon Valley uh, investor called Peter Till that I I I like to uh, watch his content a lot, and he said was that um, for the past you know twenty thirty years um, most. Uh, innovations are uh, on the IT industry and the others industry the the progress in the world of bits are much uh, faster uh, and stronger um, uh, comparing with the the, the world with uh, atoms um, so what 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 he's trying to say is that um, the the IT pro- progress a lot and the, the everything else um, has dramatically um, you know, Less progress, mm-hmm. and and um, but I I think in in China we we kind of have a little bit of both, uh, pretty quickly. Yeah, you guys have done a lot with, you know, software and algorithms, and now you know there's a lot of innovation being done, even with AI. Mm-hmm. How do you see developments changing the way? We think about music, or we play music, or even the way we listen to music, maybe in like the next ten or twenty years, or maybe even. So I see something that's gonna be uh, constantly, um, you know, changing, and something that are not gonna be uh, changing. Um, I mean, uh, and I I also believe in in people. I mean, uh, you know, people are always like tool builders. Uh, in music, we we went from you know singing with our voice to um, making uh, acoustic instruments, then software and synthesizer, and now we we are at the beginning of you know spatial audios and sound modelings. I remember one interview that uh, from from uh, Hans Zimmer. He said something like this: uh, "You you gave us a, a new pain box, and we are gonna go crazy, and we are not go, uh, going to sleep, we are not going to eat, we are just going to play with this, because it's inspiring." Mm-hmm. And so uh, I I think he was actually doing an interview for the Mac Pro or something, but but yeah, I, I think that's how I see it. Uh, at least the one thing that's never really gonna change in music, for technologies is the. I think basic instinct for us to create and eventually share and vibrate with others. I've heard recent developments with music and AI, where mm-hmm. you know people's they can like recreate the voice of 
let's say like Jimi Hendrix and right. like write a totally new song or like Amy Winehouse, just like people who are no longer here or even even a like a guitarist, AI can create a a riff that sounds exactly like, you know, BB King or whoever. Mm -hmm. Do you think that there's any chance that AI will be taking over and maybe like you know, taking away from the human creativity in the future? Well, um, we actually have some very similar uh, technology here in, in, the, uh, in, in our place. And I think to, um, I think that's probably not a good way to use this kind of tech because as I mentioned, um, still people like like to hear new stuff and uh, AI is really about um, um, you know learning from uh, a big data and trying to pre, uh, try, trying to what do you call it so basically AI with machine learning learns from the past but they can't really create for the future they can create something that very similar with uh, what what it learns so um, so I, I, I don't really see, uh, um, you know, a threat here because uh, the thing that an AI could learn, it's the thing that exactly what we don't want to hear anymore. Yeah, I guess you can say that they can only make remixes, but they can't really make something like entirely breakthrough new. Yeah. All right, so to wrap up, Louis, I just want, to give the listeners an opportunity to hear from you personally where they can follow you or where they can learn more about Lava as a company and the newest Lava products coming out. Well, thanks. If you want to learn the guitar or if you want to, you know, want your guitar could be able to inspire you to play and create and you could, you know, share uh, your, your music very easily, you know, just simply check out our website. Uh, it's uh, lavamusic.com. And, and you could also, uh, because we have a community there, if you have the guitar, if you have the Lava Me 3, you could see us, see our team uh, in the Lava Plus app. So yeah, looking forward to see you. Yeah, I want to get one. So I don't play guitar, but I have played around with guitar and I don't read sheet music mm -hmm. so i would just go on youtube and try to watch somebody with a tutorial literally like watching their fingers and you know try to learn a song that way mm -hmm. but after seeing what you guys have you know with this newest model i feel like you know that just changes the whole game yeah we'll have some we'll have some educational contents for you as well yeah 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 i want to i really want to get one i really want to get one awesome so i suggest everybody who plays music wants to pick up a guitar or has never touched a guitar to start with a lava guitar there you have it <laughs> thanks again lewis thanks we hope you enjoyed this episode of china from all angles thanks once again to our guest lewis luke from lava music definitely go check them out and if you enjoyed this episode then do us a favor and hit subscribe or share with a friend and if you want more exclusive content like this head to radiichina.com
This podcast could not have been made possible without support from East West Bank, the premier financial bridge between the U.S. and China. East West Bank offers unparalleled financial services to individuals and companies who build connections between the two countries. East West Bank, bridging cultures, bridging opportunities, and bridging dreams. For more info, visit eastwestbank.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Radio.